Welcome to the Quick Stop F1 podcast. My name is Mario and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate it. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like, comment and subscribe for to the Quick Stop F1 channel. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, make sure to give us those five stars, write a review. Um, we've been putting a lot of effort into, I say we, but I've literally done nothing of the heavy lifting. Chris and Tasha have been doing a lot, doing a lot of work on the editing. Uh, so definitely recommend you check out the videos. Uh, we do want to also, uh, we have our Patreon where we have ad-free episodes, exclusive content, first tips on merch. We do want to congratulate all of the Quick Stop F1 and F1 Quickies Award winners. We <laughs> are back to regular F1 with this Dutch GP in Sanford. Uh, but we did want to throw it out to our winners one more time. And with me, as always, she doesn't know this yet, but she is getting a fit check picture from me on my next first date because the <laughs> advice is impeccable. She is the brain, the takes, the vibes, and the most essential member of this podcast. So it's a good <laughs> thing it's still weird to podcast with a wall because the only reason I'm here is because we can't have a wall. You know, she needs to talk right. to somebody. Um, I call her a co-host, but there is literally nothing that she can't do. Welcome, Tasha. Hello, Mario. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. It was lovely. Absolutely. I think I think like I took the last episode off and I was like, all right, that's, that's yeah. enough. That's enough. That shocked me. <laughs> the award show. I was like, oh, okay. Just go host today. All right. I see. I see how I it was, is. It's fine. I was just trying to keep <laughs> Let's us. Let's get into you know, it. Let's get to business. Exactly. You know? <laughs> I was trying to keep us trying to keep us on track with the time. Um, but right. I like I like that. At least you expect it now. That's good. Because I. Right, yeah, right, right. It's, it's yeah. my favorite part of coming up with the show notes is right. what am I going to say about that? So, mm. <laughs> how have you been? How are you doing? Good. I mean, well, we, we talked before the show. I definitely um, am suffering from being old. I was watching <laughs> Quali. Was I was like laying down watching Quali, went to roll over to get my phone and I just felt my back start tweaking. And I was like, yo, <laughs> how do you like imagine trying to just like live your life and you just like do the most normal thing. And yeah. now it's like your back is stiff as fuck. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine it because, yeah, I, I mean, I just like I always think about that, like how people get hurt doing like the most, you know, normal things. Like, what do you mean you tweaked your back when you were like rolling over in bed? But that's my journey. That's my story. You know that's what I'm true. saying? So, yeah. What <laughs> has worked for me and and I am terrible at it. I should do not terrible at it, but I should do it more often. Yeah. But stretching in the morning. Yeah. Man, reaching up to grab like anything and then you hear a it's like, I don't want to hear that from my bones. Right. I just don't. I we just started don't. doing this stick workout. You get like a broomstick okay. or something. And then basically it helps. You can like lift your arms and like, um, you know, I don't Tasha, know. Like is, this how you get Chris to, is this how you get Chris to do chores? We do. We do it outside in the yard. Like in the mornings, oh, we'll be yeah. out there. We'll be out there like with our little broomsticks. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm teaching him like <laughs> karate or something. But it's cool because it's like it's it, I don't know who developed it, developed it. But it was like an older guy who developed it and it kept him like very limber and young. So yeah. we fell off. We haven't done it for a few months. And now obviously this is the result is that I am now doused in tiger balm. And yeah. If anybody has Stretch. solutions yeah. to getting old, <laughs> let us know in the comments, please. Let me girl know. Yeah, please. So I I think uh, we are reviewing or qualifying today. Is that what yes, we're doing? I believe it's so. It's been yes. it's been a minute. I feel rusty. Do you feel rusty? Right? 
It was I, only a couple weeks, say, but I feel like we had like a momentum going and now we got to rebuild the momentum. I think the first three <laughs> minutes of the award show. Yeah. I am relearning how to speak and podcast. As right. we go. <laughs> like, I think I think I was like so awkward in it that it was like, bro forgot how to do the thing. Right. I felt the same way. I was like, wow, I feel like I never have had a conversation before. And it's crazy because you and I talk so much. So literally, it's just hitting record and talking. But like, (laughs) hit recording, like, I speak to people good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, So anyway, listen to our award show episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had a lot of fun with that one. And we will be plugging the crap out of it. Um, it Another show that we had. Our silly season summer session. Mm. Tasha, did anything happen or did much happen in these three weeks? For the amount of like, you know, uh, discussion on like contracts and, you know, the episode basically was preparing people like, you know, these people's contracts are coming up. These people are going to be here. Maybe like for all that prep prep work and like discussion, nothing happened. (laughs) Like not one single solitary thing Literally not nothing. one contract was signed. No. Nothing. What one happened? Might, one might what say happened? it was a very serious season. Yeah, Nothing right. scary about it. <laughs> I feel like we were spoiled last year with, you know, like the whole situation between Alpine McLaren and uh, Oscar, you know, where he tweeted out like, I definitely am not going to be driving for Alpine what next year. Time. Like... We didn't get anything like that. So, I mean, we didn't get anything close to that this year. So, yeah, it's definitely like, yeah, the level has fallen off a cliff. So, yeah, it's boring. (laughs) One thing I saw was uh, David uh, David Coulthard uh, on his Instagram Mm -hmm. uh, put out an application to Red Bull to please let him be the driver for this weekend after (laughs) after what happened in FP1. He was denied, though. Mm. Um, one other thing that <laughs> we wanted to talk about really quickly is a lot of conversations with regards to Felipe Massa and him wanting to get his second driver championship, not on track, like everybody else does it. Man wants to win that championship on the court. Wait, actually, no, I misspoke because that didn't work for him because you have a statute of limitation of seven years with claiming an award back. So I think his lawyer told him that probably for a really expensive, uh, price and now he wants money because he's been damaged tasha can you imagine being felipe massa the damage that that must have done to him he got played let's um, let me just start there the man got played because bernie ecclestone came out and was trying to deflect from abu dhabi and was like well what about 2008 and now yeah (laughs) remember that (laughs) so now here we are this is embarrassing as fuck because like he wasn't thinking about this prior to that like, he but, was just, but, but, but what if he was super maybe, embarrassing as well? But Let like, it go, bro. But now, now that he's, you know, court, they're going to maybe go take this to court or whatever. Now Bernie's backtracking like, well, actually, I don't remember anything. So the main person who that's left, I believe the other two have like passed away. The yeah. only other person who could like testify about this situation is Bernie. And he's being like, I'm old and senile. I don't remember anything. But he was the one who brought it up. And now Felipe looks absolutely fucking crazy trying to take this to court and get this quote unquote championship back that he never fucking won. It just looks sad to me. It's just like sad. I'm like, this is what happens when it's like you let the wrong people wind you up and like <laughs> too many. You're yes, the one. Man, too many. Yes, people. Yeah. And now you've got to pay lawyers. <laughs> you're going to pay to be a loser 
again. Like that is just such like a hustling backwards mentality wait, wait, wait. to me. You won't you won't have respect for the two time. <laughs> That's how he'd be a two time. No. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Well, listen. I'm sorry. I just feel like that's just yeah. Don't let people wind you up. Don't fall for the bait. And so many people have fallen for the bait. And yeah. now we're going to see what, how it plays out in court if it goes to court. But I just feel like the just the process, the, the fact that it's even gotten to this point and nobody has pulled him aside and been like, look, maybe I know, they'll do this. D- listen, because it's it's it also just like looks bad on him. Right. Like yeah. he's so f- hyper fixated on this. Um, you know, that this, he was wronged and all this stuff. And it's just sort of like, I think multiple feelings and things can like coexist at once, but like you, if you're going to take it to that level of like, um, you know, taking something to court, I think you need to have like a super ironclad case. And I think he doesn't have that. Therefore it might get embarrassing. And now, and you also work in F1, right? It's not like he's going to win this case or lose this case and never see these people ever again. You know, like he is in the paddock frequently. Um, he has roles within F1. So it's like, then what? You know, you don't, you don't, I don't know. Nothing about the situation makes anyone look good. Um, yeah. From a, from a like human perspective, this guy, I hope he doesn't, I hope this is just like clout is clout. Because if this man is still so hung up, that'd be very sad. Um, yeah. The main reason I wanted to, uh, we wanted to bring this up is because Sir Lewis Hamilton has spoken on the matter for the first time. <laughs> and it was pretty cool. Uh, he said to the media, when asked about the situation, the lawsuit, etc. I'm just, and this is a direct quote. I am really just focused on here and now. I'm helping a team get back in the championship race right. and am not really focused on what happened 15 years ago. Yeah. Man stays winning the championship and the quotes. Yeesh. Yeah. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. You got to let that go. If, if 15 years later, you're still hung up on that. You got to let it go. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just feel for, the, I feel for everybody in this situation because it feels like this is like, manipulation like of emotions you know like getting somebody that emotional about something that has happened 15 years ago that they're ready to take it really really far and then being like oh actually i don't remember anything that happened and none of this makes you know like that's just messed up to me so i feel for him in a way but i also am like dude like you need to look at this from a different perspective of like why all of a sudden now are you being told that this is worth you pursuing in court and now when those people, those people who like pushed you to do it are backing out because it's getting real, because I probably imagine they never really expected you to take it to court just to like do what everybody else does, run their mouth in the media about it, you know, yeah. and now it's going now it's possibly going to be litigated. And so I think now that that's happening, now people are backtracking. So to me, it just feels like he was really manipulated in the situation. And yeah, Bernie, Bernie is Bernie, you know, starting a little fight. Fo- Throwing stones and hiding his hand. And that's basically how I feel like this is playing out. So, hate to see it. Embarrassing all around. Yeah, very much. Uh, Very much. (laughs) Beloved Lewis's quote on it. So, had to. Yeah, Lewis was like, this ain't got shit to do with me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm still driving. I'm still racing. Yeah. Uh, The car going round? Right, right. Please talk about 15 years ago. Right. (laughs) 
for all of you listening, watching, and if you're doing both of the same, I guess you are doing, I was going to say Spotify and YouTube at the same time, but you are literally watching and listening at the same time. So that doesn't make mm. any sense. Thank you <laughs> for being with us. We are going to go into a quick ad break and go into, we're going to do a quick segment of in case you missed it. And then we're going to break down uh, what happened in the Dutch GP this weekend. Thank you very much. So, like Tasha and I like to do, uh, if we see really enough news or or things that are interesting enough, we do like to just mention them real quick and in sort of in case you missed it style. So, we gathered some uh, for this weekend before we get into anything uh, with practice and qualifying. So, Tasha, what is the first thing people might have missed this weekend? So, basically, we have Max... Once again, kind of getting like a weird vibe off of him um, in terms of what he wants to do in F1. And and lately he's been dropping a lot of quotes, uh, most recently talking essentially about, um, you know, loving the gap between himself and the other drivers on the grid. He's just really been enjoying the solo racing, the quiet Sunday drives. The birds and the break duck. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, being one with Mother Nature. So, <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, it's just been a really interesting he really intrigues me because, and I want to put this in a way that it's like, I am trying not to like Say shit it. on him, right? Say it. <laughs> but I don't understand the concept of being like a championship, anything like athlete of any caliber and not wanting to compete, mm -hmm. right? Like being a solo driver on a grid of 19 other people it just doesn't sound like you want to race other people. It just sounds like you want to just be off on your own. Sure, Is that racing? Leisure, leisurely yeah. drive. And leisurely drive. Go back home. And I get it. These tracks are beautiful. They're in beautiful locations. <laughs> um, you know, point. That is a great point. You know what I'm saying? There's like beautiful fans everywhere cheering. Yeah. There's like TVs on. Yeah. You know, lots of orange. So it's like I get the, the ambiance. Like he's enjoying that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like such a weird. I don't know. It's just like such a weird commentary of you know we're we're being told like oh max is like this great driver he has got this great mentality and like every time he speaks it kind of chips away at the mentality aspect mm -hmm. of it of like it seems like he's scared of something or anxious about what it would be like when he's going to be driving around other people he also sort of mentioned recently like um you know if red bull doesn't get the engines right yeah. He's not planning on sticking around because he doesn't want to be in the midfield, which like I get it. Like the midfield is 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 wild back there. Um, you know, we he were joking there in a while. Too. Right. We were joking before the show. We're like, that's like being released out of prison. You know, like nobody <laughs> wants I'm not going back. Like I'm not going no. back to Rikers. Like, hell no. no. So it's like you, you get it. My Toro Rosso days. <laughs> right. Solitary out there. Right. No, no, no. I got the good cell now. So right. this is where I stay. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I mean, so and then, of course, the other layer of this is, you know, the continuation of the retirement talk. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like very interesting. I don't know, like Max intrigues me because I'm just like, do you want to be here? It's like on the one hand, he loves it or he says that he loves it. But on the other hand, in the very vocal other hand. Winning. Or he, he loves, loves the position winning. he's in right now. <laughs> yeah, but it just seems like he doesn't really want to be there. So. I don't know. It's just something to keep an eye on. I've just never heard Absolutely. a 25 year old talk so much about like retiring and not wanting to compete with other and, people and the 25 in my year life. Old, yeah. A 25 year old in his, in his quote unquote prime, 25 year yeah. old in his quote unquote, like yeah. not quote unquote, the 25 year old in, in on top of the, the sport. At, yeah. He said his peak statistically. 
and mm-hmm. on the ranking, <laughs> not in any other way. It's rare yeah. to see like talk of retirement. I think that's that's something that's super rare to me and talks about mentality. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't heard LeBron, Kobe, I don't Federer, I don't, I haven't heard like I'm kidding. Even Rafa, right Rafa Nadal. I, I mean, he's got yeah. basically one good foot left, but he's still like not ready to talk retirement. I, 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 you know, that's so what I'm saying. Like, they're not, they're yeah. not gonna be like, and and not even now. Venus like, Williams still playing. She's 43 years old. Like, imagine yeah. Serena, prime Serena, be like, nah, I just want to win. I don't want them to score any points. And yeah. now that I'm like at the top, I'm just gonna leave. I'm, I'm not really. I'm not really yeah. into competition. Well, to be fair, here's what happened with Serena, because I do know a lot about her career. She did kind of step away from tennis for a minute. She went to school. She became a designer. She actually, at some point, also learned how to become like a nail tech. She took a break. Totally different, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I think with Max, like the opportunity for him to do that because he's still so young, he could do that. Like, I know I think it feels very black and white, like I'm either driving or I'm in retirement. But like, maybe he could just take a sabbatical, maybe, you know, travel the world or like. I think do Alonso something and else. Lewis yeah. and Alonso are two great examples that, like, yeah, absolutely, Max can come back thir- at thirty <clears throat> yeah. three years old. And like, I mean, I feel like it would probably be even sooner than that. But it's just sort of yeah. like he does sound burned out to me. Like that's it. Just isn't something that somebody would say that's in like a I think like a healthy mental space. Winning at all costs, like definitely, I think can take a toll on you as a person, even though it seems very easy and he's up at the front and he's, you know, minutes ahead of everybody else or whatever. I think still, it's just like, he talks about it. It's like grueling. The, the, the schedule is grueling. It's, it's a lot. And he has been at this since he was what, like he's been in F1 since what? 17? Yeah. His first rate. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, he was young. So he's been here for a while. He's had a long career, you know, for a 25 year old. (laughs) These two things are unrelated. I know they're unrelated, but I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna, everything you just said, Mm. everything he said about competition (laughs) and everything. Mm -hmm. He was asked the other day, like, what's your dream teammate? Like if former or current, who would be the best teammate? (laughs) He said his dad. He's a and fucking like, lie. And, like, and I'm like, either you've got real trauma, and I am sorry yeah. for that. Stockholm syndrome is fucking you up, and I'm sorry for that. Yeah. Or, or this man wants to kick his ass ass. Because he's like, was standing over the a- cameraman's shoulder when Max said it. That's what it was. He was like standing there like this. <laughs> Uh, sorry, to Josh, yeah. sorry to Josh for stabbing. We could not get you in Father of the Year. Mm. Yeah, we, we we wanted to. We there were so really many want. other great nominees. So, I mean, so many other great nominees. Thin but, margins. Yeah. Ooh, almost, <laughs> almost, less than a tenth. Oh, you almost would have been. Yeah. No. So close. What do we have up? So up next, <laughs> um, I wanted to I wanted to mention this. I think it's pretty cool, just because I think it's pretty obvious as well. Like Netherlands mm-hmm. has such a lock on public transport <clears throat> and all of it. Yeah. So I saw that. They actually imposed a car ban during this uh, race weekend to have people come in in public transport. And there's a picture roaming around where there is a parking lot of Sanford. And it yeah. is an infestation of bicycles. There are That's so awesome. many bicycles. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, the next one is, I guess, Tasha, go ahead. Because we did have at least something happen with the contracts. Wait, where are we? I'm sorry. My oh well, we have uh, Haas. <laughs> oh, so we Haas. did have uh, the silly season. Haas did something. Uh, yes, yes. Haas basically renewed both drivers' contracts for yeah. 2024 season. 
My only take with that, and it kind of relates to the, you know, um, Gunther kind of talking about like this potential new teams, you know, basically being against these new teams saying like, oh, you know, they're not going to bring anything to the sport. They're not bringing value, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're the team principal of Haas, right? Oh. And one of your drivers, specifically Kevin Magnuson, has been having the most underwhelming season that he could possibly have. And instead of finding another driver to replace him the way that you replace Mick when he wasn't mm -hmm. performing, you just re-sign him for 2024 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. based off of what? Like, I don't get it. So I, I am like, I very, I feel like with Haas, like I do enjoy seeing them make progress, at least like in the qualities, they tend to do really well. But yeah. I also just feel like as a team, like they just make the dumbest decisions, you know, and mm -hmm. then have the audacity to say, well, a new team wouldn't bring value. And I'm like, pay attention to yourselves. Okay. Like keep your eye on your own paper. Cause that's how I feel. Like if you want to talk about value, like what value is Kevin Magnuson bringing to your team currently? Not much. Mm, not much. Not much. But honestly, I mean, they both crashed out and oh, we'll talk about that later, but I'm just like, you know, you renew contracts and then these drivers straight up yeah. don't deliver. <laughs> what? You it's can stupid. say the exact same thing for both of them because it's like, yeah. Sure, Nico is doing better than Magnuson, but we've yeah. had Nico before. And, and Nico has a record that he says <clears throat> it's a positive one. But like oh. <laughs> definition of insanity, right? when you start, you pull in the same stuff and you yeah. and has been saying, no, we're going to be yeah. better. We're going to be better. Mm. Um, They're putting the mid in midfield. That's all I'll say. We'll just leave geez. it like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um. Another little tidbit that happened this weekend was pretty interesting. Uh, George Russell in an interview, and mm. these are all uh, direct quotes. I'm not putting any uh, words in uh, George Russell. He <laughs> was interviewed about what his expectations for this weekend are. So this was on Friday. Um, and he said uh, he likes his race pace, but he's been disappointed with his qualifying in recent races. So he said that things we've done with the car perhaps helps the race, but compromises qualifying too much. Mm. So we're coming into uh, with fresh eyes this weekend and a slightly different approach. So it looks like, or it doesn't look like that he said it. Mercedes mm -hmm. puts a lot of the settings and a lot of the uh, attention into the car's race performance. Right. Um, tell me if you forgot as well, but I forgot completely. And I think this is an indication of like, there's definitely something up with qualifying settings for George Russell. They mm -hmm. used to call him Mr. Saturday. Yeah. And Williams. And he and he earned that. Yeah. And, and I mean, the first half of last season also yeah. when I mean, basically that. Yeah. Qualifying was basically his strong suit. So. So at that point, like, yeah, it makes you think that, you know, this is not just any driver saying that it's a driver that has proven himself in qualifying. Mm -hmm. Similar to Leclerc. If Leclerc says there's something that we're not doing right in qualifying you kind of take that at like as an important comment because the right. clerk has it during one lap. So, you know, we're not going to spoil it yet, but excited to see the, how the approach works for, for George. Yeah. I mean, there's no, especially in his position, there's no harm in experimenting. So if mm -hmm. you want to set the car up for Kali and take your chances in the race, I mean, I think this race is 
probably going to be the one where you could do that just based off of the amount of red flags that are yeah. potentially going to occur. You know, so there's some strategy and George is really good at, at strategizing, especially when it comes to like the safety car scenarios. So, yeah, I think if you're going to if you can experiment at any point, I guess it would be this this track. So plus you're back for yeah. you're back from the, you're back from a break you probably mm-hmm. it probably is a good time to try something new like yeah. why try what you were trying before the break and then deviate from it you might as well come in with something yeah. new yeah mm-hmm. um last one the drivers are falling apart that is the they're, falling least, apart. they're falling apart the girls had a uh, summer vacation they came back <laughs> uh charles leclerc has an ear infection which i don't know I, where, where was he swimming where was he swimming oh i don't know where was he swimming I don't know. Where do you? Oh. Where do you swim? Like, <laughs> I mean, they look like they were swimming everywhere. Like uh, I can't remember where his vacation was, but they were like yachting and on the beach, like having you know a, a blast. The they, they were living their best lives. Yeah, crazy. The yeah. audacity. But I just don't know how you drive a car. You know, it was the, your infection was so bad that he actually drove from yeah. Monaco to Zomvort for the race, so he couldn't even fly. And I'm like, <laughs> how are you going to drive a car with an ear infection? I can exactly. barely walk in a straight line with an ear infection. Yeah. So I think stuff like that is interesting. The drivers are like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. Like, you know, uh, we also have Lance Stroll, who's also had some sort of an infection. He came with, like, his neck bandaged. It was, <laughs> there was very a, odd. <laughs> there was a meme or a tweet that somebody, like, compared it to, like, a Vincent Van Gogh, like, his self-portrait painting where he cut off his ear and then bandaged it back up. <laughs> So I was like, that's kind of funny, life imitating art in uh in the Netherlands. But yeah, and I'm, same thing, that's like how are you driving Bota's next helmet? That's right, right. Next helmet I'm surprised he didn't do that actually. Oh, or like somebody God. didn't pay homage to Van Gogh and like I don't know. That would have been fucking that would have been, been cool. Um but yeah, so I'm just like, how are y'all falling apart? Like, this is crazy. You know, you're just on a break, you're supposed to be refreshed and coming back, like ready to go, and you're you know, have infections everywhere. So Ear infections are are yeah. uh, one of the one of the most normal not norm, most common symptoms is like you mentioned is like yeah. you lose your balance yeah and and like you said you can't walk a straight line imagine driving an F one car <laughs> right so, all the like G force and the you know nah. everything all those forces are that's too much that's so, insane yeah um <laughs> so with all this said let's move on to this weekend um yes. we took some notes during practice we'll go through those and qualifying as well. Um, as far as track information, really the two things I like uh, I noted to mention was uh, the race is going to be 72 laps. And then currently, uh, someone by the name of Sir Lewis Hamilton has the lap record for this track. Uh, he said it in 2020. Mm-hmm. So those are just two track tidbits. And then <laughs> FP1. Mm. What did you see in FP1 you want to mention or talk about? I'm going to be really honest. I don't remember FP1. I really was halfway asleep. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was just like weird to me. Like, I just felt like it was like kind of weird um, session. I mean, obviously, it's the first session back from breaks. Everybody's sort of feeling out the cars. Um, you did have at Ferrari, they brought in Schwartzman for yep. uh, in exchange for um, signs to to run some practice laps. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't really nothing notable for me for FP1. What about you? With the Schwartzman thing, I was going to mm-hmm. be very like, I was going to start to I was going to try to start something. And I was like, huh? what? Wait, Carlos signs. Why not Charles? Why are we <laughs> taking a practice from 
Mm-hmm. I think, and then I I went think into they it. choose. Oh, okay, sorry, go ahead. I, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> then I went into it and I read it and it's like each driver gives gives up uh, an FP1. So this was yeah. Carlos and in the future it's Charles. But I'm still yeah. going to start yeah. something because <laughs> Charles gives up FP1 in Abu Dhabi, which is oh, what? Wait, so the the last? final race of the season. Mm. So they're like, Charles gets everything until the very end. Until we right. know that he doesn't even need that FP1. Mm. That's me trying to start something. Um, in FP1 <laughs> as well, uh, Lance Stroll was taken mm-hmm. out early on. Uh, he gets a radio from his team saying, uh, you got to retire. You got to come back to the pit immediately. And mm. Lance Stroll uh, gave them the very insightful comment of, yeah, there's a weird sound going on with my car. No, a funny sound coming from my car. And I'm like, <laughs> we are the same. I go to the mechanic and I'm like, it's like some rattling in the back. It's a knocking know. sound. Yeah, I don't know. I have no, no idea. Uh, <laughs> then we come into, oh, Tasha, uh, we should have rock, paper, scissors for who's going to say the bad news. Oh, do you want to say the bad news? FP2 I'm, comes in. Uh, FP2 I'm gonna comes just say, in. I'm just going to say, all right, it's, I'm not going to say the news. I'm going to say you hate to see this for the first annual Quickies Award winner. You, you hate <laughs> to see it. You hate to see it. Yeah. So, I mean, huh? honestly, I feel like you can't really have luck like this. Like... This is bad. Um, Daniel Ricardo, who we just got back off of unemployment, is has broken a part of his palm. I can't oh, remember man. what the um, I can't remember what the name of the uh, bone is called. But it's just <laughs> I didn't it's, even care. It's I in his like, hand. Arm? Okay. <laughs> no, it's in his palm. The palm of his hand. Oh, really? So essentially, yeah. So he so there was a crash. Oscar Piastri crashed, and then um, to basically avoid hitting Oscar on the turn. He, uh, Daniel basically turns into the wall and because he didn't let go of his steering wheel, when the impact happened, it basically, um, it broke part of his hand and he gets out of the car and he's like holding his wrist. Like, we don't know what's wrong. He goes to Mm -hmm. the medical center, but, um, long story short, he is going, he just actually today is in Barcelona to get surgery by the same surgeon that worked on Lance Stroll's wrists earlier in the season who had him racing within 12 days of surgery. So is he going to be in the race on Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) That would be fucking crazy. Um, But honestly, the way that these guys like soldier on through these these injuries, maybe who fucking knows. Um, But I thought that was interesting. Like what are the odds as a surgeon that you are working on two F1 drivers in the span of like, you know, six months roughly. Like, mm-hmm. I know he works. I think on MotoGP racers typically, so he's with okay. he's familiar with um, these athletes. But it's just interesting that it's two F1 drivers back to back that are scheduling surgeries with him for hand injuries. So, yeah, the, um, I love. I did not know that yeah. it was the same one as Lance, and now mm-hmm. I love the they shot like Danny and Lance having a a, a talk. Yeah, and and Danny with his arm broken, and I, now I think Lance was like, "Dude, <laughs> yeah, he was best, like, I had a referral for you, yeah, exactly. doctor ever. Make sure you use my code so right. that I get a ten percent discount next time. You need to, re- if you don't put me on the referral section, Danny, it's over. Okay? Right, right, right. So, um, so uh, now as a result of Danny's injury, he's not racing, and so without the surgery, but before that, um, what they were saying was that. It would take eight to 12 weeks potentially for him to heal. So we don't know after the surgery what that will look like, but eight Mm -hmm. to 12 weeks. So we have Liam Lawson, who was promoted um, to actually drive in his place. So finally, Liam Lawson has a seat in F1 
It is at the expense of Daniel Ricardo's uh, hand, but, you know, a win's a win. <laughs> the man is in a seat, so um, there's that. But I thought this this stat was absolutely fucking crazy for AlphaTauri, which is they have had more drivers than points this season. Four drivers, three points. No, you misspoke. You misspoke. That's a dumb you read it wrong. Stat. <laughs> oh, what? what? So, yeah, that's what's happening over in Alpha Tower. What do you mean? How many points do they have? Three. Just three. And Yuki has all three of them. Yuki's the only man standing like that. He He's like, who else am I going to drive against this season? Like, Yuki what else do I have to beat oh to prove that I am that guy? Like, yeah, so it's... Yeah. Yuki goes into the CEO office. Are you not entertained? You're right. Exactly. Like, what more do you want? Right. So, that's... That's wild to me. Grand opening, grand closing for Daniel Ricardo. We will make it even we'll see what happens. Yeah. The storyline at the start of the summer session <clears throat> of the summer break was like all drivers are out enjoying themselves. Daniel mm-hmm. is in the gym. Yeah. I it's hate a changed that. man. He's a changed man. But then he breaks his arm. Yeah. Um That's what I said. Say, Remember, you could just yeah, be living yeah. life and next thing you know, you're getting oh, surgery you're absolutely and right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And <laughs> Only difference is I could put Tiger Bomb on mine. So that's the sponsor of today's episode, by the way. Tiger Bomb. <laughs> We're trying to work our way up to Icy right, Hot right, because right. I need it. Because right. I need the Icy Hot. Um, uh, yeah. So I am familiar with this geopolitical situation that... <laughs> <laughs> look, I know for a fact that Australia and New Zealand have an issue with each other. And I am curious... Two Australians in an accident, and mm. Danny is like, Danny's like, I was either hit the barrier, or hit Oscar. Right. I would check if New Zealand cut a check. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Maybe New Zealand cut the check. Two Australians Just, out. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have enough there. money to cut the check during the race, but <laughs> they did in an FP two. Close I'm enough. I should, yeah. I should be more serious about these yeah. things. Um, <laughs> uh, FP3 came along and this is like you mentioned Liam Lawson comes in for Danny Rick mm-hmm. and this is where his first session mm-hmm. um, yeah so I, yeah Danny Rick is replaced basically by FP3 uh, yeah. Liam Lawson drove the session any notes on the FP3 session honestly another session that I fell asleep on there was just a, so many red flags like yeah. more red flags than a man from Atlanta trying to be your baby daddy. Like that's all I will say about that. Like Did you it was pull a it lot. Out? What? <laughs> it was a lot of red flags. Okay, so I just fell asleep. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I don't have time for this. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it was also 5:30 in the morning Eastern Standard Time. So I was like, this is not this is not for me. So yeah, I went to bed. <laughs> Sorry, Mario. Yes, <laughs> just pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> my red flag is I'm 34 and single. So oh whether God. it was a factor during FP3, <laughs> uh, we had a lot of red flags. Mm-hmm. But let's let's get into the good stuff. Qualifying. We we had a session of qualifying today. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually remember how to do this this time. So for qualifying one, the P- the yeah. drivers that were eliminated, uh, and this is from 16th to 20th, we have Joe Guan Yu. Esteban Ocon, Kevin Magnuson, Valtteri Bottas, and Liam Lawson. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on Q1? Um, well, for me, as like a you know Mercedes fan, um, not us. Yeah, it was. Um, 
<laughs> it was a uh, yeah it was one of those sessions where i was like you know like sometimes you could feel like you know the impeding doom coming or the impending doom like coming Tasha, like if you're that's telling how me, if you're telling me you can feel vibes obviously you are the vibes yeah like, nobody yeah. feels vibes like you do. i'm in tune Absolutely. with the universe yeah you saw the vibes coming i saw the vibes the Okay, let me before we get into it, let me let me ask you this. How do you feel yeah. about this track being the comeback from summer break? Because Okay. Go for you go ahead. It's just <laughs> I, I I unless you add more context, my thought on it is uh-huh. it's not a super common track. Mm-hmm. Um so I would maybe do an easier one on mm-hmm. the return of summer break. Yeah. But why do you ask? Is it like it's just felt like because like we just talked about with like free practice, like watching those yeah. sessions, it just was very start stop. There was lots of weather changes, which, you know, it can be exciting. It can add that layer. But this is mm-hmm. now, now like the fifth race or something where we've had like a rainy weekend. So yeah. it just starts to feel a little bit like a downer, I guess. And mm-hmm. coming back from four week break into a track that's so awkward, you know, the weather is awkward. It's short, you know, lots of traffic. Um, I don't know. It just is not. It's, I don't. I don't know if we're gonna get that kind of like banger of a of a race. You know, you know what? I'll, that now that I would I'm thinking want, of it. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, and this is nothing like against Max. I think of this of any driver. Your mm-hmm. return from summer break should not be your home race. I think that's mm-hmm. unfair. Unfair advantage, yeah. Because if it was Silverstone, Lando, <laughs> Lewis, and George are chilling mm-hmm. with their families, right. or like already vacationing there, right? That's my only take. It shouldn't be a yeah. home race when you return yeah. from summer. Yeah, so it was just awkward. Um, that's yeah I, yeah, I guess I can kind of see that. I just wish we could kind of pick something else. Like, it's just weird yeah. that every fucking race we go to Tell now is like one you raining, want. dude. Tell them like, which one you want. I don't know. We just got to go off of new weather patterns because what's not rain? Where is not raining currently? That's where I would like to have a race in summer. Like, that would Pop be great. Up race. Yeah. <laughs> right. We check the weather for next week. That's where you have it. <laughs> right. So to start this session um, for Q1, it's basically had just finished raining in, in uh, FP3, Q1. The track is damp. So we're starting on inters. And yeah, you guys already know how that goes. It's sort of like, you know, getting tire temp into the tires is an issue. Um, all 20 drivers are out. So traffic is a huge issue also. Yeah. So we do have some, it, it feels um, perilous for some teams, let's just say. Um, yeah. <laughs> we had a little bit of, we had some, we had some issues later on. But I will say like right off the bat, I felt like the McLarens and the Williams both looked really strong. Both both Williams actually surprised me to the point where I was like, did they upgrade the car this weekend? Like, you have to specify it's both. And not both of them. them. Yeah. yeah, it was, uh, you know, uh, Logan and Albon. So I was I was definitely like really surprised. But then also, again, the McLarens are back um, in the mix. So back and they're, the they've bullshit. stayed in the mix. I mean, not back. I guess yeah. it's just more like they've stayed in the mix. So, um, yeah, they look really strong. And yeah, yeah. Um, I think to your point with the McLarens, like we they they were doing well before the break. Mm-hmm. They could have started the summer, like they could have started this race, like back in like in the back again. And it's like, oh, like maybe something yeah. didn't work. But it is it is interesting to see, like mm-hmm. still doing the same they were doing before the break. Yeah. So so that back at it. Yep. And our boy Oscar. <laughs> yeah, Oscar. I, I, I like that. I like them both with the fact that Oscar is always there. The fact that yeah. Oscar's always there. They're like one in, they're like, they're like this on the track, you know, like one and two basically when they're around each other. So I, I don't know. I really have been like enjoying seeing their performances um, in the McLaren. We had some impeding going on. We mm-hmm. had Alonzo impeding Lewis at some point, um, but no further action was taken for that. 
We also had signs cutting off Piastri um, when he was coming out of the pit lane. I gotta say, 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 I'm sorry, I gotta say, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Oscar will be a better driver one day and get all that experience so that someday he won't get absolutely fucked by signs, right. even though he is absolutely not to blame, <laughs> even a fucking little. I think that was on purpose. That yeah. Uh, so Carlos says he, quote unquote, didn't see him. Who yeah. knows? Who's to say? Uh, but the uh, thing with Carlos for me is that every session he is impeding somebody. Like it is not even the first, second, third time that he's done it. Like it's his whole personality trait at this point. So um, as a result of that, Carlos gets a reprimand and Ferrari actually also has to pay a 5,000 euro fine. So that all happened. And then we get um, some issues kind of toward the middle end of Q1 where it starts a little bit of like drizzle, like rain. Lewis and Charles are both in danger um, at the bottom of the list and oh man it's just like you know by the skin of their teeth they get out thankfully mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. charles was not happy with his team i always like when he pops off on the radio he was he was yeah. cussing them out a little bit because like in this case it was more like the timing again all 20 drivers are on track mm -hmm. so it's just more like why are you putting me out where basically i'm getting you know there's like three other cars around me or you know like the yeah. timing is bad he said, so. he said, I, I agree with you 100% because the comment was super productive. Mm -hmm. It was like, guys, we focus on traffic. That's right. what we focus on. Yeah. You get me in good traffic and yeah. we got this. Yeah. So the priority is traffic. Like he was, it wasn't just a, you guys are terrible, which they are. It right. was a very clear, this is our task. Right. Let us do this. Right. Okay? And being Which very firm because, you know, he could be very like passive about stuff yeah. and like, you know, so, yeah, he it's like you see the mentalities changing with him a little bit of like, yeah, I definitely do need to speak up more for myself mm -hmm. because the shit is kind of crazy. But Lewis suffered the same thing. Timing issues, um, just like out of sync, really, with the rest of the track. So he was very lucky to get through Q1. And my favorite little tidbit from Q1 was Alex Albon topping the timesheet. Like in that yeah. Williams, he's yeah, yeah. If you thought we weren't gonna mention him, you ooh, skip, yeah, skip this one. Um, <laughs> the one thing I, I did note, um, about Q1 is I am mm -hmm. just genuinely, I love the drivers, nothing is, I'm just genuinely confused <laughs> by what the Alpha Romeo situation is. It's just, uh, if they do well, mm -hmm. it's literally fluky, like yeah. it's like you don't. They haven't put three races together where it's like, okay, okay, they're going somewhere. Right. Like, I I don't understand what's happening. Like me either. Per person that knows nothing says, it's, I guess it's the car because Valtteri has driven a good car and he does mm -hmm. well. Uh, Joe isn't doesn't seem like he's a bad rookie. Not a bad rookie, but he's in his second year. It doesn't seem like a bad driver. Right. So it's got to be the car, and I just don't understand. Like they seem so irrelevant right now. That yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, they both I have a handful do. of points. So, I mean, they're they're scoring where necessary. But, yeah, to your point, there's not like a string. There has not been a string of races or opportunities that they've been seizing to, like, do something spectacular or interesting. I wonder if part of that is to do with the fact that Alfa Romeo, I, I don't know, like, the team's going to be, like, transitioning. Yeah. So, I don't know if they're no, prioritizing Cruising. upgrading the car or, you know what I mean? I think they're just trying to, like, mm -hmm. finish the season, do well Who's enough. Fuck? Yeah. When, especially yeah. when we're talking about, like you talked about earlier, we've talked about mm -hmm. in, a, in other episodes, where especially when we're talking about these are the people who set the value. Yeah. I, I don't have anything yeah. against Alfa Romeo, but a yeah. team that seems to have no direction 
and are cruising to end a season right. is not a valuable team, in right. my opinion. Exactly. But yeah, just, I, I, so. I don't know. We'll do something. see. It's, it's like that picture right. where do it's something like, with the stick. do something, you know? Like, like consistently 19th and 20, so we yeah. can say you're crap or like do something. Yeah. yeah. Um, Q2 comes in. <laughs> yes. Uh, in Q2, we lost. And this is from 11th to 15th. Mm-hmm. Lance Stroll, Pierre Gasly, Sir Lewis Hamilton, Yuki Sonoda, mm-hmm. and Nico Hulkenberg. Tasha, mm. what do you got for us with mm, Q2? Mm, mm, mm. A mess. Wow. A um, mess, yes. <laughs> God. Like, I will say on the Lewis thing, I kind of was tweeting about this, like the fact that like it felt like it was coming. Like, I'm not surprised that he's the out. Vibes. I'm annoyed, oh, but no. yes. It, Cause you know, it's just like we only can get out by the skin of our teeth so many times. Like at a certain point, you know, probability starts to kind of become a factor. At some point, one of those is not gonna be su- successful. So that's all I'll say about that for now. Um, we I like that a lot. That you're, you, you like yeah. we have alluded in this podcast, yeah. But because I remember myself saying this a lot, is like Lewis is a very dramatic qualifier mm-hmm. because it's skin of your teeth type thing. Because it's like mm-hmm. he's a great qualifier. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like if 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 you look at his qualifying this season, yeah. a, a lot of times we're talking about so close, like a little bit less, and he didn't make it, and like right. at a certain point. Like you said, you get to that, you're not going to make it because, like, you can't make it every time. Right. It's just not going to work that way. So that happened. Um, <laughs> we did have some interesting stuff happen. Um, again, my first note was Sargent's having a really decent session so far, which, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about in our um, post, uh, our, our um, silly season episode about him just kind of like being so underwhelming this season. Yep. So for the first 10 races of the season, and obviously there's pressure on him to an extent to perform. I mean, obviously there's a curve. He's a rookie, so most people are not expecting that much, but Alban I think people... Alban is what Alban is doing. Yeah, well, Alban's not a rookie anymore. No, but, no, no, for, you sure, know. for sure, but like, it, it never helps that... The, oh, the disparity the between the two. is yeah. so much better. Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. Um, so I feel like maybe he has tried... He's trying, and I do feel like we saw that in, in these uh, first mm-hmm. two quality sessions for him where he just... Seem to really be put in the car in a good spot. And I again, I'm like, what did Williams sprinkle on this for break? Like, it looks good. Um, yeah. Piastri also having a great session. Alex Albon having an, a great session. So, you know, there were some cars and some people that were really like doing the thing. Um, I was really concerned at some point about Ferrari pace. And I think I put this every quality. It's feeling that way. Like, what is going on? Like, it just is very strange. It's one of those things, like I always say, where, like, I look up on the timesheet and I'm like, where is everybody? Like, where's Leclerc? Where's Sainz? Um, So they're kind of struggling. I think, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's just interesting seeing their team progression because it feels like it's, I guess, more like regression. It doesn't feel like it's getting, you know, it just doesn't feel like it's getting better. Yeah. Um, and yes. It, it, no, no, no. It isn't getting better. Yeah. Yeah. It isn't. It's yeah. Hey. So we're they're on they're on they're on they're on a watch. We got to watch them. Like and was it was it not was it not last year that like Leclerc was trying for a championship? Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Cha- yeah, exactly. So I'm like, why are you in the fucking bottom of the timesheet right now? Now again, granted, like still a lot of traffic at this in, at this stage in the session. So there are a lot of people who are getting impeded or like you know like just so much traffic that you're having a hard yeah. time putting in a lap, but still like there's just no, something that's not clicking with their team 
Yeah. Your point is absolutely right because like it's not just this race. It's yeah. it's a tendency that's been it's a pattern the season. Yeah. The fact that yeah, it was very difficult traffic da da da, but yeah. like the fact that we I, I don't know what I think would you have been at this point you would have been surprised if Leclerc or Sainz or both were in the top three. No. Yeah. Well, not Leclerc. Look. Well, they're great Leclerc. qualifying. With, with you know how, what I'm saying? No, like, like they're great at, at qualifying. Look yeah. at like yeah. like McLaren is up there now in qualifying. Like mm -hmm. obviously Verstappen. Like we we've got these people qualifying to a point consistently mm -hmm. where I'm like, I would be. I know I know Leclerc is a great qualifier. Right. But like at this point, I would be surprised if I yeah. see a Leclerc or a Sainz that's top true. three. Yeah, because it hasn't just, happened in so long, you know. And like that's what I'm saying. But, so and consistently we went, in so long, I guess I should say. We went yeah. from this yeah. is a thing that happens mm -hmm. to not anymore. Right. <laughs> and it was so drastic that right. it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, anything else that stood out for you for Q2? I'm watching Checo and I'm not yeah. liking what I'm seeing throughout the sessions. Me and I, I just I just hate to keep I feel like I keep drilling on the same thing over and over. I feel like it's like every podcast yeah. Mario and Tosh are gonna say something about Checo. But so I'm not gonna not You gotta change how you drive if you don't want us to talk about the same to. shit. Yeah. Cause like cause like yeah. my I I'm so lucky to podcast with you that your vibe feeling is like kind of right. coming to me a little bit. And I'm like right. the vibe with Checo, and I'm like, I don't this yeah. doesn't feel right. And then Something's I'm scared wrong, to yeah. text you and be like, am I am I feeling the vibes correctly? Because you're going right. to be like, mm, <laughs> yep. on this one, you are. Yeah, that's and so funny that you said that. My notes were like, Perez, where are you at? Like, where are you at? Like, seriously, <laughs> there was like, I think at some point, like a one second gap between him and Max in Q2. Like, where is this coming from? Why are you so far behind your teammate? You know, it's we talk about all the time, the mentality, you know, there's there's so many things that it could be going wrong and maybe it's all going wrong. And he's yeah. the representation, the physical representation of all of these things happening. But it still like doesn't help the fact that it just feels like he cannot get any momentum on his side, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, when you have like Helmet Marco comes out and he's like, yeah, actually, now is he is in jeopardy in 2024. He needs to qualify better. And then he's still a second gap between himself and Max. It's like, you're in danger. Like, you are for real in danger, girl. Like, you are not about to have a seat next year if you keep going like this. So, you know, I'd rather him crash out in some instances, honestly, you know, like, because then at least we can explain it and be like, okay, well, he just, he choked and like, he's in the gravel. But what are you doing being a second behind your teammate? Like, and everything's fine. The car is fine, apparently. Like, I hope... What do you do? I don't hope this happens in a sport, but <laughs> if if Red Bull ends Checo's contract early, mm. if that man doesn't fucking speak up and say <laughs> that Red Bull is I'm not saying burn the bridge or anything like that, but put some respect on yourself. Yeah. Like because like you're you're not putting it on you now. Yeah. So if you are in a toxic situation, which we would not be shocked. Um, say something about it. And I'm Blink not saying burn the bridge. twice if you like, need us to save you. <laughs> like, that's all I'm we're saying. saying. Yeah. I'm saying, pull ass Mexico will come and save you, Checo. Right. Blink. The Mexican <gasps> delegation will roll up and Just I will blink. be there filming it on my phone like World Star. Like, please. For free. Please. For free. Like, I'll, I'll edit this video for you. Don't you worry. Absolutely. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll yeah. provide commentary. We got <laughs> Just, I, I don't know what else to say about this. Yeah. Let's just, okay. we move on to Q3. Wait, 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 um, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, oh, go ahead, one, go ahead, go ahead. 
last no, last yeah. things about Q2 was this is obviously yeah. the big surprise we just talked about with Lewis. Um, the explanation that he gave for why oh, he cool. wasn't able to um, finish that lap. Speaking. Yeah. Womp, oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, he yeah, said, sorry. Yeah. yep, he said, uh, I did two fast laps at the end and the tires overheated, so I couldn't improve my last lap. Um, he also was impeded by Yuki. He missed Q3 by, um, by like, I think, eight hundredths of a second or something like that. So it was a very slim margin. Mm. And there was very clear um, impeding by Yuki that, you know, could have just been the the difference. So um, unfortunately for Yuki, he received a three-place grid penalty for that impeding. So you hate to see it because, I mean, Yuki's already fighting for his life as it is. But yeah. he was in the way. And that's, you know... How it goes. This so, is yeah. This is an example of your point. Yeah. You you keep you keep uh skin of your teeth type thing. Right. Something's exactly. Exactly. Gonna happen to you. And yeah. this is literal proof of that. Like if yeah. if you if you and this was like a mistake and mistakes happen, but like yeah. any any little thing can get you off that like yeah. off the position. We had um, no banker lap. I mean, he was impeded like three or four times. Like it was yeah. quite a pattern, but yeah, to your point, like, it is that. <laughs> And you hate it, but it's like, you know, we, we'll see what the race does for us tomorrow. So, yeah. yeah. Um, good for Q2? Yeah, I think we're good. Goddamn, Chaco. Uh, <laughs> Q3, um, this is where we set up the grid. I'll start with just saying the bottom five. So mm. six through ten. Carlos Sainz, Sergio Perez, Oscar Piastri, Charles Leclerc, and Logan Sargent. We'll start there and then talk about the The other Sarge. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Louis so, Sargent gets invited to the big boy table and then Welcome. What? Welcome. <laughs> yeah. This is Logan Sargent's first ever Q three appearance in Formula One. And it didn't go that great. Um to start or last that long. Or last that long, yeah. This this uh for context, the track is pretty much starting to dry up. It's still damp in a lot of places, but it is drying up. So um most of the drivers, I think all the drivers, start the session on softs. Um and unfortunately for Logan, that like last turn was just slick or something happened. He mm-hmm. uh turned off at turn two and yeah, crashed, hit the barrier. And they spent so much time fixing it and replacing it. So there was like a lot of uh, time in between the crash and when they were able to go again. So the track dried even that much more. And then we restart the session and then Leclerc crashes at turn nine Um, and another red flag. So this is the second red flag in the span of like, you know, five minutes of each other or something. Uh, we just got done with the first one. You're giving us another one. We just fixed the barriers, sir. Like, come on now. Yeah. (laughs) So, and this is after he's cussed out his team. So, you know, there's that. So. (laughs) That's Um, a rough sorry to do that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. His engineer was like, it ain't nothing to do with me. Yeah. (laughs) Charles, all we needed for you was to drive, Charles. You couldn't drive? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 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 Um... Yeah, after that, I mean, it was like a basically a two minute shootout for for pole position. So, um, you know, Alex Albon was still in the mix. You had uh, Piastri, surprisingly. Norris was in the mix. And then obviously Max. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Max, Max won. Surprise. No way, really. Uh, Lando Lando put in a put in a hell of an effort to get second place. Yeah. so we have we like like I just said we had Max number one, mm-hmm. Lando number two, 
Um, definitely want to talk about this because we talked about mm-hmm. how George Russell before the the qualifying session mm-hmm. was talking about him, him putting emphasis, the team putting emphasis on qualifying a little bit more than racing. And you see George Russell qualified third. So yeah, Tasha, Chris and I were talking before the show. This is a very interesting thing to see because mm-hmm. now the question is how much did the team sacrifice out of race performance to qualify mm-hmm. third? Right. So it's uh, it's going to be very cool to see like how George does in the race. Yeah. Um, the man, the myth, the legend, Alex, Alexander Albon, number <laughs> four, qualified mm-hmm. fourth. This is the best qualifying perform, uh, best qualifying placement for Albon fourth, but he has done it once before. Mm. Tasha, get, Tasha, you and I split these 50, 50. Let's get this man in a better car. Yeah. 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 I'll just, my savings, yeah. like I got it. Yeah. yeah. I'll, how much is the F1 team in? anyway? Like. A bill? How much a can billion? it be? Yeah. How much can it be? I'll tell How them much for could it be? K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We let me tell you, we will provide more value <laughs> than probably three of these teams. Mm, just, just for real. Like, these, just like who the hell are these people? <laughs> <laughs> um, like you mentioned, Charles Leclerc found the wall right after Logan did. Not yeah. right after. After the session resumed. Um, mm-hmm. Just repeating it because the picture is hilarious. There's a picture. Oh of yeah. <laughs> He was so done. He was just basically pulled up like a little unfolded a lawn chair and just sat trackside and was like, I guess I'll watch the rest of quality from here. Yeah. I'm not going to be in it. I don't want to go back to my team and say like, right. Drive well, huh? right, right, uh, right. That was my bad. That was my bad. <laughs> it's good um, to de- decompress. Yeah. 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 Taking the sights. It's a beautiful track, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we had a uh, Perez P7, which is you know, wild to me. Um, but he's 1.3 seconds off of Max at this point. In this that's even that's even drastic-er to say. Fucking crazy. It's crazy. So I wanted to read some of these because I'm like, yo, how is he getting dunked on by everybody? Alex Albon has outqualified Perez in six out of 13 sessions this year. Lando Norris has also outqualified Perez in 2023 with an eight to five lead. And how do we think that's going to keep going with what we're seeing right now with McLaren? Uh, right. But I mean, that's and also these the cars thing. are not, especially the Williams. Like, how is the how is Perez getting out qualified by, and yes, Alex is doing a great job, but I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to like make be, it make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to understand. Feasible. I'm just trying to understand. You it know? should not be happening. <laughs> it should not so, be happening. There should be a clause on the contract. Yeah. If you find yourself behind off... I was thinking AlphaTauri and Red Bull should just drop the bullshit and just a Red Bull should just be like, look, this is our team times two, okay? Like, yeah. you guys got us, it's true. And then just rotate the fuck out of those drivers. Drop the pretense, rotate yeah. The, yeah. Let's just rotate these motherfuckers. Like, Checo lost to an AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri yeah. person goes to Red Bull. Checo goes to AlphaTauri. Fuck you guys. Like, just come on. Out with it. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That would be actually funner to watch <laughs> than what we're seeing right now. Yeah. Um, we we uh, saw 13 laps deleted during qualifying, um, and then I anything else specifically on the session of Q3? No, I mean it just went by so fast. After I mean mm-hmm. the two red flags really killed the after killed it the didn't flow. go by fast at all. It yeah. went really fast. Yeah, it's just like this is why I be falling asleep on these on these races. Um, it's not your fault, Tasha. It's not my fault. You, like, but you do work very hard, Tasha. Do like, I? You do it all, and that's like. Maybe, Yo, maybe I you was need on to like look at your... <laughs> a 
four day Photoshop bender. So yeah, you're right. I'm saying I felt terrible. I knew I, I no, no, knew it's it. fine. It's fine. I knew it. We're talking about the award show. Like the yeah. ending was was a collab between Chris and Tasha. Yeah. And spoiler alert, <laughs> this guy. I, I can look, I mean, yo, I can yeah. research the shit and bring no. in links on links. You guys, links. I wish you could see our show notes because they were extensive. <laughs> it's like the Bible of show notes. It was so, but like we all did our role. It was just yeah. like, the thing with like putting together like graphics and stuff is just that it's, it's time consuming. It's not that like you need help. It's just that like you need four other like, you know, sets of hands to do all of it at one time. Yeah. Because there's just so many like pictures. Each category had three nominees and then you've got to put the... It's just a lot. So, yeah, it was it's just like a lot of repetition. So so go watch it, everybody, because yeah. they were yeah. super hard it was on that. Fun. Go yeah. watch it. Um, so I, I wanted to note, just because yeah. I, I found it interesting when I was looking at the standings, I mm -hmm. just how um, teammates qualified compared to each other. Yeah. So I think some of these are, are have been happening or are pretty common, but I think others are, are just interesting to note. Mm -hmm. um, Alex Albon in fourth, Logan Sargent in tenth. I think... Oof. For their dynamic, that's great. Yeah. I think Logan Sargent, you know, yes, he didn't last long, but he did make it to Q3. And he yeah. is a no Williams. And <laughs> this is the first weekend that I've been hearing so much like his seat is in danger. Um, right. So there's that. Alonso 5th and Stroll 11th. Uh, Stroll is another, Stroll is another, not like Alfa Romeo, but like another like do something kind of vibe to me. Yeah. It's time for you to actually be closer to Alonso, just or it's something. time for you to just yeah. like not piss or get off the pot. Like that's I'm pretty saying. much that's it. Get like make so, something happen. Yeah. <laughs> so how is how is Stroll going to be equal to Alonso at this point, huh? Uh, <laughs> um, next up, question. and <laughs> I am completely talking off base here. I haven't checked it, but I'm fairly comfortable saying it feels like Gasly is starting to get a better feel of the car than Esteban. Mm -hmm. Esteban has been, in, I guess, all the stuff that's been happening with firings and stuff like that with Alpine yeah. might be, a, might be a, a, a factor. But Ocon's been in that team for a long time. Gasly right. has not. We have Gasly in 12th. We have Esteban in 17th. Mm -hmm. And although Ocon did have his Monaco podium, it does feel like these two are a lot closer than it did at the start <clears throat> of this year. Yeah, I agree. Um... Lewis in, Lewis in 13th and George mm -hmm. in third. What does that tell you? Specifically, maybe this race or this season, you see that and do you just think unfortunate for the traffic and what happened to Lewis or do you get something from that? I mean, I think it's, I don't really see it reflecting so much on Lewis, mm -hmm. although I would, if he if he were to say, tell it, he probably was something that he did or didn't do. But I would say it's more like indicative of like just the team, the strategy, because this has yeah. also happened to George at other races as well, where like they're putting them in, in, um, you know, weird positions or, or awkward positions where like they're in traffic or they're around each other or, you know, like there's just certain stuff that like is on the strategist. So it tells me that the team is still just like not fully like, they're not in it or it's just not clicking. Something is just Still like figuring things out, which is crazy. Cause I'm like, dude, like what is left to figure out after, you know, all that's been happening and going mm -hmm. on. Like at what point do we actually get into gear? Like you have Lewis out here saying like, I'm ready to fight for wins and championships and stuff like that. And then his team is like putting him in the middle of traffic for quality and we can't even get out of Q2. 
So I think it just I think it less so reflects the the drivers, George or Lewis, and more so just on like the team, because this is it. This feels like a, a Mercedes disaster class uh, brewing to me. Like if we can't even get out of quality, like either tomorrow you guys are going to make up for that and really like be on it in every other way. Or it's going to be like every other race where it's like questionable things happen and therefore it piles up and we all end up frustrated um, at the end of the day. So, Yeah. <laughs> Only thing I'll add to that is Lewis did say specifically that George was on one uh, set of settings and mm. Lewis was on a different one. Yeah. Like, That's but good. yeah, you, you said it perfectly. Um, Lando second, Oscar eighth. Mm. I love Oscar. Yeah. Oscar, yeah. Oscar be close. Me too. Oh, <laughs> um, Max in first, second and seventh. I'm not going to say shit about that anymore. Um, with that, with that, unless. Yeah. Any any last notes on qualifying, Tasha? Anything you want to add? No, I think we're good. I think I'm ready to see what tomorrow brings. Um, yeah. But before that, we yeah. will go for a quick break and we will break down our predictions and your predictions. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. So let's wrap this thing up. Um, <laughs> as always, you can find us on socials. You can tweet at us, whatever your predictions are, whether it's for qualifying, whether it's for racing, any mm -hmm. comments, etc. Um, Tasha tweeted out to get some race predictions and we've got two submittals, two great, mm -hmm. or we chose two of them. Um, Tasha, you go first. All right. I'm going to read Dudstar's tweet because this cracks me up. Um, <laughs> she, her prediction is Max Lando and uh, George Russell. She says, hopefully Lewis makes up places. We will see Merck's strategy in pit stops. However, it is the emoji, <laughs> the nicknames that are sending me to the moon. It is a devil emoji. <laughs> no wins and Woody. So... <laughs> Like, <laughs> why are we like tier. this? Yeah, that's top tier right there. That's the kind of unseriousness we like to see. Right, right, right. <laughs> Not the like the monster emoji is sending me. Oh my no God. wins and Woody. <laughs> um, I never correct me. Is it because is it silky? She's gonna have silk? to correct us, right? Or silka. Or Silka. She'll have to let us know. <laughs> let us know. We'll, we'll get this right next time. Promise. Uh, she said, all the mess aside, crying emojis. Yeah. We, we, we Relatable. Hmm. She just wants good things to happen to Alex Albon. And that is the energy. Who doesn't? The, you know? Who, that's what I'm saying. If that's you don't, you're bad vibes. That, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that, we just need to add that to some sort of test. We're like, do right. you like Alex Albon? No. Oh, here's your, here's your report. Yeah. Bad yeah. vibes. Red flags um, if you're if you don't mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. But you know what time it is. The people said it, but now it's your turn, Tasha. What do you got for us with a prediction for tomorrow? Um, so I think I'm gonna agree with Dudstar. I think it's gonna stay for stopping Norris Russell only because I feel like No, that's Land not how Dudstar said it. Well <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase. Let me paraphrase <laughs> how she said it. Um, but I agree. I think like Lando is just gonna hold on to that that P two for like dear life. Like unless mm -hmm. There's some sort of incident. I hope not. Um, you know, I, I think that like he will maintain that P2. I think George will fight with Lando as well, but still end up on the podium. He's like a hungry, he's a hungry guy. Like, I just feel like if he's can sniff at a podium, he's mm -hmm. going to do his best to get there. 
Yeah. Um, I would definitely also love to see Lewis Hamilton make up make up places. I do think um, tomorrow is predicted to be a dry race. So, you know, hopefully we won't get too much weather changes. But who knows? You know, it could that could be the case. I do still feel like we're going to see a lot of like potential flags, like red flags yeah. or like I mean, safety car. Yeah. So I do predict that. And therefore, I feel like, you know, people who are kind of in the back who need some strategy help could could benefit from those things. Not Ferrari, uh, though. Yeah, not yeah, not you, not for us. Yeah. Realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean that's kind of Perez, I do think will probably charge his way up, potentially get a podium. I mean, I do I do give him that much credit like he at least if he's within some amount of of, you know, uh spaces to get a get a podium, he'll he'll be up there, but I think it would be between him, Norris, or George to round out with Max. So, yeah. What about you? What are your predictions? Not enough delusion in yours. We said last time we weren't going to be delusional You're because right. last You're time right. we all went one for three. <laughs> You're right. I won't and say And Max it. Even... was the free space. So no, really, the we got no... Space, don't call it that! <laughs> we still said it. It still yeah. happened. Yeah, 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 the yeah. fact that it's happened like 99% of the time. Right, right, right. So We're picking up on the vibes. Win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verstappen's going to win. We're going to hear the Dutch uh, national anthem twice, guys, tomorrow. God. Beginning and end. Twice. Oh my god. Bookending wow. that anthem. Great. Put um, that shit on repeat. <laughs> Max is gonna win. I think Lando's gonna lose a spot and get third. Ooh. And I think that you know what? Let's be crazy here. Max, Lando, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna kind of cheat, but either George Russell stays or mm -hmm. Alonso takes it. Oh, yeah, I can see that too. He's up there. He's what he's, he's five? In fifth. I think fifth yeah. is you're in it. You know, you're in the fight. Yeah. Um, the start will be interesting. I, I think that's kind of where we're going to see some shenanigans pop off. I'm not going to lie. I think that might determine also the the ending. But I agree. Like Alonzo's um, in the mix. Yeah. I just feel like I didn't get a good impression from like practice and quality, like how these cars are going to run for race. Mm -hmm. So I guess I, I feel a little bit like in the dark somewhat, you know, like does um, Aston have something up their sleeve for this weekend that we kind of don't know yet? Like, who knows? I don't know. So, yeah. Let me ask you this then. Let me mm. ask you this. Because that's a great point. I really I really am in... Because I'm interested in like, this is the first race that we're going to have since the break. Mm -hmm. Do you think Albon, mm -hmm. just because he's in a Williams, will end in the top 10? I think Logan Sargent won't hold a 10. Will Albon end in the top ten? Um, I think so. I think so. I think if strat, if I think if there's like a tire, I think they're gonna comb through the strategy possibilities, and I do believe that they'll come up with some. I mean, like we said in our award show, like he won. He won for Tire Whisper. He went 59 laps um, on hards or whatever. So it's just sort of like I guess if they can find that right window for him to yeah. be in where he can stay out pretty long and then try to like um recover places later on with a good pit stop like i think that that's what they're going to go for i i see strategy being the factor here for him and he's a great defensive driver also i mean mm -hmm. we've seen many times where he's in a position where like he's held on for dear life you know a position so i think barring any disaster or any crazy shit or anything that's like out of the norm i think if we just get a straightforward race and it's you know people can just it's on merit or on pace or whatever. Um, I think he can retain the top 10. What do you, what do you think? 
hundred percent with you. Okay. I will add nothing because I am like literally like, I agree. Right, riding on the pa- not not Close on the time. passenger side. Not on the passenger side. We've got that motorcycle that's like the motorcycle uh, with the smaller cart. You're in the little you cart just, on the side. You just drove, you just with drove your little handkerchief. Like perfect. Yeah. Exactly. My little Mercedes handkerchief. Right. But, right. but like the Albon hat, I put it on right, just right, the right time. You know, right. I just I was comfy. Like you, you yeah. did all the staring. I was right, just, right, right. Took some, hey, I took some great pictures though. Took some yeah. great pictures for the socials. They were great. <laughs> um, and that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Somebody's got to do it. Like I said, it'd yeah. be weird if you talk to a wall. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, I thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, um, thank you so much if you're still listening. We went a little long after we said, no, this will be a shorter one because we worked so hard. Tasha, yeah. you and I are... You and I need to, I don't know, talk less. I don't know. Nah, yeah. we're not. We're it's not possible. Right yeah. Nah. Um, <laughs> if you didn't catch during the break, we did put out a silly season summer session episode. Um, that is still completely relevant. The only thing that's happened is Haas signed their two drivers. So if you want mm-hmm. to check that out for a quick recap on the drivers for 2024, um, we put out the award show. So yeah. if you do, if you do, if you've already listened to it or if you haven't, definitely check it out on YouTube. The editing has. It's just great. It's just great. <laughs> it is a it is not a podcast. It is an award show episode. So, um, Oscar remember, producers, watch out! Coming for your jobs. Sheesh, yeah. Sheesh. And that, no. But Can you like, imagine one like, year when we actually have like a quick stop award in person and we all you have mean to, like when, you mean it, yeah? It's gonna happen. We're gonna you know, and everybody's gonna it's, be there. All the drivers yeah. are gonna come and collect their awards like. <laughs> It's okay. gonna be a whole thing. Okay. Red carpet, okay. champagne. I don't think that. I don't think that. I don't think that is gonna come. Uh. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think he was that. But we were honoring him. We were honoring him. Were we? Were we? <laughs> okay. He's like that. Okay. Honoring must mean two things. We, <laughs> two ooh, definitions. My English yeah. must be broken. Right, right. 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 <laughs> Look, if you're still here and you're not subscribed to the YouTube quick to the Quick Stop F1 YouTube channel, do that like, comment, yeah. subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, just drop those five stars, download it, share it with everybody. Um, and then yeah, you can find me. I've been Mario. You can find me at Twitter Threads, Instagram at Mario underscore APM. And the one, the only Tasha, where can people find you? You can find me on all the above mentioned socials at Tasha. <laughs> so easy so good what he said Um, yeah (laughs) yeah thank you very much to everybody this has been fun as always uh make sure to catch the tuesday episode with nyasha um hopefully queen queen tandy is there as well um (laughs) to break down the race and what they saw Mm -hmm. um and then we'll be back for another qualifying breakdown whenever Mm -hmm. another qualifying happens thank you so much (laughs) Tasha, take us away. Yes, as Mario said, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. And we really enjoy having you all with us. And as always, remember, no matter what happens in life, keep it on the black stuff.